Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 21 embracing your full story and uh this is tied to a post that i put up on my instagram stories from albanier eugene jr and uh i'm gonna play the clip actually i'm gonna put the, the the clip up to my microphone and i want you to hear this and the idea basically is that Often at times when we receive our gifts or what we finally have been working for, we only talk about that, but we don't talk about all the times that we thought about giving up and we don't talk about the no's. We don't like all the times we were told no, the rejection. We don't talk about the, the, the lonely nights, the, the dark days, the, all of these different moments that led up to quote-unquote successes and he addresses this in the video about the, the importance of telling the full story and um, you know there's a, a part in there that he said that you know there's no silver spoons nothing was handed to you let social media and them know uh, I'm not anyone that just woke up quote-unquote successful I had to work for this and it was God who encouraged me to keep working when I didn't want to work let people know that there were days when I wanted to quit I just wanted to give up and when that he said, we have this unrealistic expectation on life that it's just easy for them, I guess. Like when you see people who are like, oh, you know, I prayed for it and it came, you know, finally. And so, but we don't, but what was the prequel to that? Right? And, you know, he says, bang, they just prayed for it and something just happened and people need to know what you've really been through. So I'm going to play this clip and then I, I want to talk a little bit about why we need the full story. And, and I get it, you know, I deal with this often. Yes, there are a lot of really great things that I have cultivated in life, but behind the scenes, there were a lot of really, really difficult moments, and I haven't always spoken about them publicly. I am an open book when it comes to these things, but it's just that um, it wasn't until doing more of this personal podcast that I, I, I think about, let me talk about some of the different stories, like how to figure this out and how to figure that out and, and have more of these one-on-one -on -one conversations with you guys because um, it would be easy to just see the numbers online, the podcast downloads and the social media numbers and the email and the output that I put. You know, I had somebody ask me, they're like, what are you going to do when you run out of content? I'm like, are you kidding me? Run out of content? I was like, I'm alive. <laughs> and he said, what do you mean? I'm like, are you serious? You know, and I was like, listen, I'll never run out of content because I'm living and I'm in my journey and there's always something happening and there's always something I'm learning and there's always a, a story happening. And so I realized the importance of, can we have this story more? Can I tell you, can I relate to you guys too? Uh, so let me play this clip real quick and then I'm gonna continue on, okay? When you're telling the story, make sure you're telling the full story. What I've learned is sometimes when we share our stories, sometimes when we share our testimonies, we just say what God did, which is awesome, which is amazing. We celebrate that. When I say tell the full story, what I mean is tell everybody how there were some nights that you cried. There were some closed doors. There were, there were some no's that you've heard. 
It didn't just look like you just got everything you wanted it when you wanted it. Nah, there was some seasons where you had to wait. Make sure everybody knows there were some nights where you didn't even think this stuff was going to get better, that you didn't think things were going to change when you didn't think it was going to happen for you. Tell the full story. There's no silver spoons. You weren't spoiled. Nothing was handed to you. Let social media and them know. I'm not anyone that just woke up, quote-unquote, successful. I had to work for this. And, and it was God who encouraged me to keep working when I didn't want to work. Like, let people know, nah, there was days you wanted to quit. You, you wanted to give up. We have this unrealistic expectation on life. It's just easy for them, I guess. But dang, it just bang. Like, they just pray for it and something just happened. Nah, like, people need to know what you've really been through. Coming to the point where you say, if it had not been for God, I really wouldn't be here. It was so nice that you even wanted to take yourself out and God kept you. You know, I love that he talked about seasons and throughout seasons, you know, let me back up. Starting in 2014, really doing all of this stuff online was like therapy for me because I didn't know what else to do. I was I was rocked. I was really humbled. And um, in business, in marriage, you know, I went through divorce in business, divorce in marriage, divorce in people, everything like in a blink of an eye was just like removed. And um, I remember being rocked to the core that I didn't really know what else to do. I, I literally I went to my parents rabbi. And I was at a loss of words. I was the, the kind of numb where you're actually calm because you're just like, I'm, I'm, I'm spent. I'm absolutely spent. And I remember the rabbi turned to me and he said, what's going on? I said, I don't know. My soul hurts. And you could see the look on his face like, ooh, okay. Okay. And, you know, I'm sharing this with you. First, I want to talk about why do we need the full story? And then I want to talk about some of these things that I learned along the way. And, you know, when I dealt with them and went with some realizations, you know, why do we need the full story? Because it's who we are. That's what makes us authentic. You know, when people say, oh, like, how do you get me? How do you understand like what's in my head? You know, especially with my content. I'm like, I'm no, I said this in the episode one. I say this all the time. I'm no different than you. I'm just having a conversation about it. I go through it too. I just, I'm willing to deal with it, you know, and I believe all of you listening are too. You know, our full story connects us. Oh, how do you know what I'm going through? Because I've been there. Different variables, different locations, different circumstances, but I've been there. I've been challenged. And it connects us. It allows us to, to um, relate, right? We become relatable to each other. And also, our story allows us to lead by example. Now, I'm not saying, you know, how you get a lot of times people who kind of keep marketing their story more and more online and they talk about like, oh, I was this and this was my story and this was my story and this was my story and this was my story. And it's like that same, it's not so much about that from marketing the, the traumas, if you will, the, the rough seasons. But I think in real time about talking about, hey, these things are real. These things happen. And when we do this, we lead by example. This is leadership, in my opinion. Your full story is leadership. It's owning all of the different aspects. And a lot of people get very ashamed and embarrassed by what happened. 
you know, my mother gave me great advice, which I don't know if it came originally from her, but I'd like to think it did. But I, I, I'm sure somebody else might have brought it up as well, too. She listens to these podcasts. So hopefully, you know, I'm not insulting her. But she said, if everybody were to take their problems out in front of each other and put them on the table in front of them, not one person would reach for anybody else's problems. They would take their own ones right back off the table. And I brought that up to a few people and they said, 100%, 100%. Right. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Don't be, you know, living in those down moments too long, but more so really don't be embarrassed or, or, or shame, like with shame and regret that you can't pick yourself up out of, you know, wherever you might be, or whatever might be going on. Everybody goes through it. And I love what he said in the, in the, in the audio, in the video you guys can't see but in the audio he said you know when all of a sudden you see god give something to somebody or somebody achieves something and that's all we see we end up with these unrealistic expectations that like oh well i'll just pray for it and or all oh, that person just you know oh they manifested it or that like here's how they got it all of a sudden and i don't think that's fair because behind the scenes there is a lot of work you are doing a lot of work and you have to embrace that story. And, you know, listen, um, I've been carving my own path my whole life. What most people don't know is that I actually never got hired. Um, I, you know, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I mean, a lot of our family has been, but I tell people often that, you know, like, oh, it's easy for you. I'm like, easy for me. Are you aware that I never got hired uh, over 200 and some applications and, you know, tons of interviews, never got hired by any of these places? Even when, like when I tried to break into corporate world, which I took as a blessing, by the way. See, how I kept getting back connected with God, there was always hints of God. Somebody asked me, they said, you know, how, how did your relationship with God get so strong? And I said, you know, it was always there. It's just that um, as I got older, I started to finally have that relationship deeper uh, and that God's not separated from us. But it was interesting because when I look back, of course, I didn't get those corporate roles. That wasn't for me. I was protected. I was not rejected. But in the in the moment, are you kidding me? To be constantly told no, especially if you're a husband and you're trying to be a provider, you know, um, and you're you're wanting to be responsible, especially when you got a father-in-law <laughs> that like you know doesn't understand what you do. And because I carved my own path, because I've been digital my whole life, um, starting out at like 1999. In 2000, I remember talking to guidance counselors and I had an international MBA or international uh, business degree. And um, the guidance counselors said, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, something with the internet. And they say, well, we don't understand. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, what do you want to do with the internet? I was like, well, it's like international business. Like, right, you can connect people globally so we can all, you know, uh, we can do more in international business because of the internet. And like, we can't help you. 20 years, 20 years. It took until 2020 uh, for people to go, you know, when they all of a sudden were all trapped in their homes and, you know, using the internet more and Zoom, they're like, have you heard of the Zoom thing, Matt? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what is it you think I do for a living? I've had people think like I'm a professional blogger or, or uh, like, you know, um, or just kind of, I don't know, unemployed, but pl employed. Um, you know, I've always been a digital strategist and a digital business strategist and, and um, had different ventures. But the point being is that um, 
I too had to deal with being misunderstood the whole way and constantly explaining myself and being rejected a lot, being told no. Um, besides never getting a job I ever applied for, my first startup in my early 20s cost me my best friend and a lot of money. And he also sued my father and I, him and his father. We, of course, we won and it got thrown out because we did everything by the book. Um, I remember the one company, I won't say who it is, I actually got them over $2.3 million in um, leads in 24 hours at the launch of the what I was there to hire be hired for uh, with that 10-month contract. The contract wasn't quite done yet, but after I had a successful launch, the next day I was fired <laughs> because the executive vice president didn't want me to compromise my, my integrity or like the way I wanted to do something. And I ended up proving that I was right and I ended up getting all these amazing leads for the, for the, the business. And, you know, next day I was sent on my way. You know, I was uh, in 2014, after eight years together with my ex-wife and seven years of marriage, I was divorced um, all around that same time that I was let go from that other job and uh, a whole bunch of other contracts I had with all bunch of people I brought together in business. They all ended up kind of letting me go. Uh, I started over again, probably really what seems like dozens of times, 26, 33, 39. Some would even say even more recently because I started putting a much more emphasis on growing my own um, my own personal brand online, um, doing all this stuff, but having conversations with you and connecting with all of you at a, at a mass scale. And so, you know, I remember, I remember very low points and them feeling like anxiety, um, death of my death, like death, feeling like death. I'm feeling like um, my ego crushed, lost, upset in a corner somewhere, you know, um, thinking that I, I just, there's no way I can, I can go on at all. And each time I felt internally something that guided me that was like, you have to. And each time I would turn to God, sometimes just momentarily, and sometimes then I would leave after things got good again, you know, um, until more recent years where I include God in everything I do now. And I realize we don't have to suffer, but we definitely from our choices and decisions or even things that we are unforeseen and dealing with uncertainty, you know, but the fact of the matter is, is that you're not alone. Everybody deals with these things. And I wanted to like, I know it's a different kind of a podcast episode, but I wanted to say, you know, your full story is important to the success that you will have. Because if you don't know where you came from and what you got through, how will you be able to celebrate yourself more moving forward? And let me tell you something, acknowledge it, understand it, sit with it, deal with it, move with it, mold it, shape it, create momentum in your life from better and better and better and better decisions. And after a while, you will, you will create a flow that even as the uncertain things happen, that there's an expression that says, we don't get, uh, things don't get easier, we just get better. And it's true. And you move differently, you know, as you, as you move further on, you, you start to just move differently. You learn about yourself. You have this different kind of relationship with yourself. I couldn't have done it without all of these really tough moments. And, and they're dark. They're dark. The, the thoughts in your head that can come in can totally mess with you if you're not careful. And they can make it seem like, what's it all for? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? What is this all even for? I've even had this like, you know, when when building 
all this media, you know, um, if it weren't for some of you guys reaching out and saying, oh, I love this or thank you for sharing that, I'd be like, is this thing turned on? You know, I mean, obviously I know I see the downloads, but like that connection is real, you know? Um, and so, but there were two key moments I wanted to share real quick uh, before this episode is over. And um, one with my father and one with my mother. One, uh, my father, and I might've told this before on one of the podcasts, or maybe some of you have heard this, but I was coming home from Europe uh, with my parents. We, we went there originally with my ex-wife and we were coming back and we we're in this airport. It was just the three of us because there was a hiccup along the way. This is what led to the divorce. And my father, you know, was looking at me, he was, which way do you think it's going to go? And I'm like, you know, 50-50, but pretty sure that, you know, I'm in trouble. When I said I'm in trouble, meaning like I, I, I had a feeling that it was going to only really go in divorce. And, and he looked at me and I remember him saying, you know, start opening with, you know, son, I love you. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> here we go. You know, and not that he was a very loving man, but he was very um, he was very just New York masculine. You know, he, he would say I love you on occasion, but that wasn't his go to. But he did, his actions were very loving. And he said, I love you. He's like, you know, I think you've got some decisions you need to make, start making for yourself. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, I think you're out of time, not in life, but out of like, I think you have to start running your own race. I think the only way anything is going to work for you is if you run your race your way. And I can't tell you what that's going to look like, but you've put a lot of people and a lot of other things first. And if you don't put yourself first now, when will you? And that hit me so hard and I was like, okay. And I'll tell you why it was so profound because no matter how much was going on in my story, this was gonna add to the story of let's figure it out. It allowed me to actually now be the, you know, the hero in my story, like the, 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 the leader in my story, the provider in my story, the, 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 like just the first person in my story. So it was so profound for me because it allowed me to own the story and the downtimes, but also kind of what's been a lot of my driving force since 2014, since building everything online and doing all this stuff. And, um, you know, so I, I'm grateful for him for that because it, he's like, you know, you got to run your race, you know, um, and that really hit me very hard and it was just perfect timing. And then another piece of advice came from my mother. Uh, and I remember it was years ago and I was thinking, God, like, you know, I, why have I always chosen a tougher route? You know, I know I'm following my gut, but like, it sucks <laughs> sometimes. And she's like, okay. And I was like, why couldn't I have just been more content? Why couldn't I have just done, you know, blended in with society, done the nine to five, you know, done the, you know, just been taking the, you, you know, you, you strive for the usual route. I'm like, I know that it didn't necessarily fit me well, but why, like, why couldn't I have just been more content? And she was like, let me tell you something. She said, you were built for this. And the fact of the matter is, is you've learned resilience. You've learned how to be resilient and you've learned to do what many may never get to do, which is how are you able to, you know, pivot, make and adapt in any situation or circumstance. That is a vital thing to know and learn because nothing is guaranteed. And she knew because of what she'd been through with my father at times. Like they, you know, they built things, they lost things, they built again, they, you know, they journeyed together. Um, and so, you know, she's like, 
you'll know how to make change in any given type of scenario and you know you never know what can happen in this world well look what happened in like 2020 and i'm not going to visit that here on this podcast but saw a lot of people go through a lot of a lot of things especially with work related stuff and uh and health related stuff and they were like how are you so calm i'm like well i've already been you know eight years in the game you know trying to adapt and make changes well actually 20 years but like eight years more recently and publicly um, noticing that the way things were in the corporate world, the medical world, the, you know, the educational world, all these things that I started seeing these things years ago and realizing I had to make changes. I had to deal with the rejections. I had to deal with the firings. I had to deal with the, like, you know, the, 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 the being misled in some ways and some things. And, you know, that naivete that I went through of my own self. Right. So, um, she was right because now here we are and there's a lot of changing times and adaptation is like second nature. She was right. She was absolutely right. She was like, you know, thank God for learning to be resilient. Thank God for knowing that you can adapt in any circumstance. Thank God that no matter what happens, she's like, this comes from your story. This comes from all the rejection, all the lonely nights, all the times you were told no, all the times that uh, you, you, know, you lost money or weren't sure where your next dollar is going to come from. And that happened several times. You know, so yes, our gifts from God are amazing. But to Albanier's point, remember to tell the full story. What like what work were you doing behind the scenes on your way? What work were you doing that you showed up? And this goes back to other episodes when I talked about um, I remember the word, by the way, it's called hishtadlis, if I'm saying that wrong to any of my rabbinical friends, but hishtadlis effort. Um, when effort is finished, God will take over. We have to be in the game playing. And that is our story. The wins, the losses, all of it, right? And so when it's what helps us get to a very surrendering point so that we can say, God, I'm out here trying. Please help me. Please, please come in and help me. Um, in the areas that you know I need the most help in, I'm here, I'm listening, I'm willing to, to, to keep going, but please know, please let me know you're in the arena with me. And then the gifts come, but the work preceded it. So I want to share all that with you guys. Make sure you embrace your full story. And if you want me to expand on any particular thing uh, from this episode, especially other things in business and in life, I'm more than happy to. I uh, appreciate you guys truly. Thank you for always tuning in. Please, please, I know that it says this in the end credits, but like, please go leave a rating and review, written review on Apple um, Podcasts. I'm almost at 100. Apple will promote the show even more. It's growing. I'm so grateful to be doing this and sharing with the world. I appreciate you guys. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.